Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our mates over at Heaps Normal. Delicious, independent, world-class, award-winning non-alcoholic beer. If you want to get your lips around one of their cans, get on to heapsnormal.com, chuck in duty-free at checkout for free shipping around Australia and help support the boys here at MFB HQ. Oh, that'd be nice. I got given a uh, a competitor brand. I don't want to say it, but the other night it was absolutely disgusting. Don't even try yeah. the others. Just go for heapses. Just and, go for the uh, heapses. Yeah, stick with what you Mate, know. I'll tell you where the heaps has got to. I was doing uh, I was doing a gig at Randwick Turf Club last nice. week near your house, mate. But you weren't there. Mm. I was in there hosting a corporate, and after lunch, booze on the tables, but yep. right there amongst it, and people were smashing them because people were working. The bloody yeah, heaps right. normals, brilliant. Mate, I mean, I won't rest until they're handing them out at the drink stations at marathons. <laughs> Then they'll have done oh, well, their job. I, I plan to run a marathon in uh, in October this year, and my right. Google searches over the last few months has been: Can you run a marathon on ten months training? Can you run a marathon on nine months training? Yeah. How wrecked will you be if you run a marathon on eight months training? So we're doing a countdown like that. No, you do it on the day. Don't worry about I've it. Done, I've done more Google searches than runs, but anyway, I hope you're there, Heggy. Hand me a fucking heapses. I will. Yeah. I'll run beside you, just cracking them open. Give me one at the 3K mark like a Popeye spinach and that'll <laughs> that'll power me on breaking records. Get one in ya. Heaps normal. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Mate. Fantastic. And uh, I'm going to kick things off real quick. For the people of Perth, you've asked for it and we're bringing it. May yes. 13, Oasis Comedy Club. Lucky for some. We are doing one show, one show only. Uh, May 13 in Perth, Oasis Comedy Club. It's the same night, Heggy. You will be at the Astor Theatre. Yes, I will later on. Yep. So do the uh, do the Heggy Quinella. And uh, get around both of those shows. Get to midflightbrawl.com for tickets. Thanks to everyone on Patreon. You got the link over a week ago. It's almost half sold out already just with the Patreon subscribers. So not a whole bunch of tickets left. Get in there. Get them. 
Perth, May 13, midflightbrawl.com. How's your week going, mate? Oh, pretty good. Been on the road a lot. Like I've been yeah. walking past that NRG. At least one of us has nearly every day for the last week. Been in Canberra twice. Melbourne once, about to go again. Yeah, it's busy, man. It's been Goldie, busy. It's good, though. Goldie, Canberra, Melbourne. The trifecta. Yes. Yeah. I did the Melbourne Gala last week. Should be on oh. TV. Although, yeah, and uh, who, who knows if it will be. Is it meant to – well, it should have It should have come out last night. Wednesday this will come out night. on Thursday. Yes. Yeah. Wednesday night it's on. I'll be staying at home Wednesday night, eagerly awaiting my <laughs> mate to pop up on me big old flat screen. Yeah, I don't know. And man. Uh, I, I, I hope you make it because it has been. There's been some trials and tribulations around you getting this bit in various formats onto yeah. the ABC. Making the edit, unbelievable. Mm. Went pretty well, but I don't know. Who knows what the what corporate reckon is funny yeah. and not or acceptable. Who knows? Killed in every room I've ever seen you do it in, and I've I've got multiple messages from people backstage and in the crowd at the gala at the recording last week that said you destroyed. So, oh right, oh that's nice. Now it's just up to one of them was from you. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes a welcome change from the uh, correspondence I've been receiving of oh, late. No. It's become a bit of a theme. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I don't want to bang on too much yeah. about abuse, but uh, it pops up in my email. I put a. <laughs> you get more good than bad, but the bad really stick in your crawl. Well, the bad seems to be longer. That's all. It's just a better read. Plus, yeah. I don't know how to turn it off, but I got a I got a video on YouTube, and like every couple of days, there'll be a new comment on your. Okay, cool. Let's open up and see what it yeah. says. You want to hear what this one said? Mm. This is a perfect example of modern Australia. Fucking basic bitches of the world. This shit is so unspeakably unfunny, it's borderline retarded. It's so strange to realise that the people who like this comedian think this is actual comedy. No people who listen to this and think it's funny are people who are even aware of comedians like Richard Pryor, Bill Hicks, etc. This is comedy for people who think the pokies are good fun. Absolute zero, apostrophe S. I miss true Australian comedy. Cole Elliott. Yeah, well, I think he thinks Bill Pryor and, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Bill, Bill Hicks, Pryor Richard Pryor. <laughs> Classic Australian comedians. <laughs> <laughs> I say he could be anything. Yeah, who knows? But that has all the hallmarks of a bloke, an oh, angry man, as type. That yeah, I like to assume yeah. every now and then. I think we can. Classic Australia. Richard Priory special live at the Sunshine Coast. Oh, what, yeah. sorry, Sunset Strip. <laughs> Two different places. Good on him. Pretty good, mm. mate. You said you said our, our manager got a call from uh, the, an angry. An angry listener. Yeah, I think it was attached to that one from last week because they've been getting a lot of calls (laughs) about another client of theirs. But Mm. uh, this one was about us, or more particularly me, I think, because there's a phone number at the bottom of my website. Yeah. (laughs) It's at night time. They're at the pub. Got a phone call saying, who's that? Is that Nick Cody? You two are shit. Just went off. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. Maybe he thinks, because I've got two first names, that we're Nick and Cody. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> is this Cody or is this Nick? I fucking imagine, hate both of you. Imagine having the, like, you know, you're so angry. Plus, you got the spare time just to ring up someone's manager yeah. to, I don't know what that'll, like, achieve what. Just go, you so yeah. shit. Oh, okay. We'll drop him from the books then. See ya. Thanks, buddy. This is what I want to show you, mate. You know, there, are, there is negativity out in the world. We know this, right? But it's, yeah, I just don't like to embrace it. That's all. Counteracted by positivity. 
right? We got a we got a message uh, on Instagram from Pip. She said, and it's <laughs> I love when we get messages that have our have our uh, sound effects written down in there, so I know what to do. Oh yeah. When I read it out, I love it. This says, "I'm at an under sevens rugby league carnival at the well-heeled Brisbane suburb Acacia Ridge." I know this one. I've got this message too. It's very good. Due to the heat and the fact kids have an inability to run in a straight line, regardless of the markers on the field, the games are seven-minute thirds. A number of parents cannot get their head around the difference between a third and a half. Makes you think, doesn't it? Of the 10 teams playing, there are no less than 15 (laughs) kids called (laughs) Jaden. All of them have that bullshit excuse for a barista's mullet. The ratio of Jadens to teams is impressive. Sadly, no Bradens today. Nice. This four-hour festival of football has been bookended by dickhead parents expecting NRL standards and the dulcet sounds of light aircraft flying into Archerfield Airport. Hot diggity. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much there, Pip. Uh, <laughs> we also got someone, uh, Danica, uh, an English teacher, who broke yep. down the reasons uh, that H may have an an before it. May have a oh, an an? An before okay. it. Yes. And uh, it comes from fucking your mates, the French. What's French? Okay. Yeah, the upper echelons following the Norman invasion. Uh, Upper echelons were initially Uh, French-speaking. In French, there was no ha sound for H, and so the H sound would be dropped. Think about someone with a French accent saying the word hotel. Oh, yeah. Linguistic conventions traditionally moved down through the classes slowly and dropping the H sound did this. Example, the Cockney accent drops the H sound on hotel. We went to an hotel. So now we treat words beginning with H the same as vowels because generally when you drop the H sound, the next sound is a vowel sound, e.g. hotel, historic. Makes you think, doesn't it? Mm. Should see how they say my name in France. (laughs) Egui. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so does my my wife's brother-in-law. He's from Belgium. Bit of a curse for my kids at school too. Yeah. And this great bit of advice uh, from Jessica sent us an email. Jess said, hey, Nick and Luke, just listen to the latest step. I've got a proven tip for rat and mouse elimination. Not nice and probably not RSPCA approved, but definitely works. I make special rat protein balls comprised of 50% peanut butter and 50% Drano. And then in brackets, the powder works better than the liquid. Very little pricks love them. You can also roll them in sesame seeds to give them an extra Pete Evans touch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I discovered this concoction when I found a rat and in lieu of rat, sat, rat sack, exercise some creative license. You're welcome. Make sure you wear gloves, mix them in a ventilated area and throw out any utensils. You're not morons, so you know the PPE is advisable when handling a highly corrosive substance. Happy rat, bait. Happy rat baiting. Kind regards, Jess. Oh, that's nice. So, mate. Don't just look at the odd negative comment. Think about all the brilliant people, you know? Oh, I know. What a a vast array of people here. English teachers, junior rugby league supporters, (laughs) (laughs) rat murderers. Jaden spotters. Jaden spotters. (laughs) Um, Mate, uh, before we get stuck in, you are down in Melbourne this week. Your tour mm. Grot kicks off the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Now, I need to warn everyone, you've only got – if you're in Melbourne or you're coming down for the comedy festival, do not miss this window, right? Life moves too quickly. You've only got literally 42 chances to see Luke Heggie Grot yeah. at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. 
42 shows only, people. So get to lukeheggy.com, get tickets. Well, a hot tip. Come about 30 shows in. So show will be good, and I won't have lost my mind quite yet. So around about the third week, I reckon. <laughs> get peak. In. Yeah. The third week peak. <laughs> get in before the fourth week where the, the welcome stranger toasts the sandwiches and the, the pints have caught up to him. Yeah. The, um, Slowed down a bit. One bit of news too before we get started. I've, I've been touring recently. I went to Gold Coast and Canberra both with mm. Michelle Brazier, who's on the same schedule for touring yep. and festivals, and herself and Tim Lancaster were on a plane uh, not too long ago in the USA. This didn't even make the news. United okay. flight. Yeah. And uh, it was coming into land, bit of a rough landing, bit of a storm. One of the wings hit the ground. Oh. Like it tipped. They tipped oh, up. Kiss. Wing hit the ground. Just went, oh, fuck this. Took off again. Came around. Didn't say anything. Just went, okay. See ya. What? That was it. It, it plowed through the grass of the next to the runway. Yeah. Didn't bust off or anything. I just took off again, came back and landed, went, that'll oh, do. Fucking hell. Fender bender. Never heard about okay. it. Nothing. <laughs> Jeez. I reckon a fair bit of that happens. Yeah, I think so too. I'll tell you what I do love about the state. They're on a fucking tight schedule with their flights. There's more places, more planes. They've got they've got flights that leave at like 11.41 a.m. Yeah. I love that sort of stuff. Whereas here, we're, always, we're sticking to the fives, you know. Yeah. 11 a.m., 11.05. <laughs> they've got on the minute arrivals and departures. Yeah. They're too hey, busy um, to worry about a fucking wing kiss in the grass. Oh, man, that is, that's a bit much, though. They said there was a lot of screaming, praying, and uh, yeah. applause when it came to a stop, that sort of thing. Yeah. They do go for that sort of thing over there, I reckon, a bit more than us. No, I stand by, I stand by Captain Sullenberger, the bloke, the miracle on the Hudson. Yeah. When the geese flew into his engines and he landed it there, and on Fox News they asked him, when the engines went, did you pray? And he said, no, I had a job to do. Yeah. Killing geese. <laughs> Went to search for more of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking show you. Uh, before we get into the app each week, uh, if we're down the line, Heggy, you've got a Zoom background uh, with a with a grim past. Yeah, and there's a quite a quite a big house. Is this an apartment block or a? Yeah, it's apartments. Now it looks like a bit of it's blurred out. Yes. Google Maps block. blurred out. This guy's house. It's in Dusseldorf, Germany. Oh. Circa 2015. That's all off? No, Dusseldorf. No, 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 no. It's oh. a uh, it's a guy with a big body count. Oh. It's on Is theme. That the 2015. Yeah. Oh, the um Aero Wings. Aero yes. Flock? Aero yeah. Wings? German wings. Aero Wings. German wings. This is uh, Andreas Lubitz's house yeah. uh, that he lived in. That <laughs> blurted out. <laughs> you know, That's... after that happened, they had um, they instituted the European Aviation instituted uh, two people, two crew in the cockpit at all times. Yeah. So this wouldn't happen again in 2015, 2017. Those went. Everyone went. Nah, too expensive. Fuck it. So we're back to one. So yeah. So the pilot, the pilot can take a piss, but the I think the flight attendants, a flight attendant has to go in or stand next to the door. Yeah, that's gone. That rule's finished. Oh, is that done already? Yeah. Some might still be doing it out of goodwill, a bit like yeah. mask wearing now. But uh, yeah. no, doesn't have to do it. So don't, wow. don't do it. Some airlines are pushing for one pilot. Yeah. They said because then they can fly more planes. It's got nothing to do with profit. They're just trying to help the people get to where they're going. 
Yeah, of course. Isn't that nice? Them looking out for us. All the families from that German wings, they got 75,000 euros. Is that it? That's it. That is, that is good value for Lufthansa, just forking out that. But, but yeah, people always say you can't put a price on it. I go, well, I, th- I think you can, and it's higher than 75 grand. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't be cheap if you've done that. Jesus. Yeah. Walk up the cash. All right, mate. We better get cracking. All right. Let's get stuck in. Let's do it. Woo! Righto, mate. This week, we are looking at Air Lingus oh. flight EI-125, March 26, 1999. Air Lingus. Haven't had one for a while. I haven't had a, a last century one for a while, I mean. I don't know that we've ever had Air Lingus, have we? Well, it is Ireland's Qantas. They've got, uh, they've got Ryanair to fucking kick off on. Yeah, right. But this, still, uh, you'd, you'd think something with a bloody shamrock on it. Yeah. Where do you reckon this flight's going? It's, well, Dublin to, I'd have to say, Spain. No. Shannon, Chicago. Oh, nice. Yes. Shannon. We haven't had Shannon in ages. Mm. Welcome to Shannon Airport, gateway to the wide Atlantic Way. I, don't, I didn't know they started flights there. <laughs> you sure this wasn't one that's been diverted? And now they just have to call it no, something new? Wow. Quite the opposite. Uh, but going back, well, we'll, we'll get to that. We need to digress a little first because uh, it is a historical case and details well, can be scant. Remember Shannon International Airport, a long, long time ago on this very show, we covered different facts about Shannon. Oh, yeah. And wasn't, wasn't Shannon Airport where they invented the Irish coffee? Oh, Was it Irish the coffee Irish coffee? They've, it's the first place for duty-free. I think yeah. they... Think they did, yes. Yeah, because it's the first place to have duty free, and Shannon was where there were travellers stuck um, stuck in the airport one night. Yeah, and I still love the quote was the chef came up with the idea. Yes, right, <laughs> just fucking pouring whiskey into a coffee. <laughs> the chef, I've always liked that. Yeah, <laughs> as if it's fucking my kitchen rules. They've come up with yeah. something. Here we it's go. It's like when you. You, someone comes around to your house, you ask them if they want a drink, expecting just to give them a tap water. They say, yeah, I'll have a tea. I'm not fucking cooking. What do you mean? Take a tepid water, you bastard. On uh, on the this very day, March 26, 1999, there was a tragic celebrity death at only 61 years old. It was David Holliday, the voice of Virgil Tracy in the Thunderbirds Pilot of Thunderbird Two. I had a um, I had a school teacher we used to call Virgil because he looked like Virgil from the Thunderbirds. <laughs> Classic case: kids bullying a teacher. It's terrible. Oh, I assume that's the because teaching degrees are like four years long. Yeah, I don't know how. I assume year three and four are like, hey, get in a room. We're going to try and find everything out about you and just yeah. bully you for a couple of years, soften you up. It must be worse now that kids are researching on the internet things about their teachers' pasts. You'd have to change oh, your name. I know some people that I went to school with that are teachers and they've still just got a Facebook and Instagram under their name. Crazy. I would never, ever do that. There's a, a comedian in Sydney who I really like, top dude, Harry June. He is a teacher. Oh. And some of his students 
have been to gigs. I could oh. think of nothing I would like less than that. Unbelievable. You don't think them? Maybe they'd take it easy on you. Yeah, no, Mr. June's a fucking mad dog. Oh yeah, maybe. I mean, they, you know, they obviously think he's a good bloke, which he is. Yeah. But my goodness, it's not something I would want anyone I knew before 13 years ago, even knowing who I am, or and or turning up. Yeah, but and I'm maybe not a teacher even. Maybe Sydney students now may be better than Queensland students in the 80s. <laughs> Everyone is. <laughs> Everyone's better. Yes. The 1980s <laughs> Queenslander students. They were not nice. <laughs> Just looking for cracks. Oh, I've got one. Mm. I'm going to get him. Uh, there was a classic Air Lingus hijack uh, perpetrated by an Australian, oh. in fact, and this was on Flight 164. And Flight 164, Dublin to London, still exists today. I thought, like, what does it take to retire a flight number? It's like a serious crash or incident. Yeah. You know? United they Flight retire. 93. Yeah. Yeah, they retire the number. That jersey's in the rafters. Put it on a singlet, hang it up. <laughs> when the fuck is 23 going to disappear off people's jerseys and backs in sport? What do you like mean? Warney Jordan LeBron have clocked it? Well, you'd think so. And I would have thought Warney was gratuitous, even trying to grab twenty three. Was it? Was it is Jordan the original yeah. one who yeah. just decided to have it? Yeah. Now everyone wants it. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Be your own man. Uh, or woman, they can play sport too now, Heggy. And they do, but they don't quibble over fucking numbers <laughs> and ego like your mob do. <laughs> my mob. Who's my mob? Just sports-loving fucking losers who, who consider these people heroes of society, like the absolute top level of what we have to offer as humans is people who can't do anything after 30. Um, yeah, this wasn't enough. This hijack wasn't enough to retire the number. You can Now you can go to Kuala Lumpur, uh, well, Kuala Lumpur to Beijing, in fact, on Malaysian Airlines, but it's on flight MAH three one eight. They've had to oh. retire three seventy. It's gone. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, good old Lawrence Downey from a fifty five year old from Perth. He was on an Aer Lingus flight from Dublin to Heathrow. Five minutes out of Heathrow, he went to the toilet, and he came out different. How do you reckon? Oh, balaclava. No. Nah. The other one, he doused himself in petrol. Oh, fuck. Lawrence. Different time, 1981, wasn't it? Yeah. You want to check that jerry can in? No, thanks. I'll just carry it on. <laughs> Probably had the little, like, the Jetstar. Yeah. The Jetstar scaling out. No more than five litres of carry-on petrol. Petrol, yeah. <laughs> You'll have to check it. My goodness. he's uh, He's gone into the cockpit and said, we're not going to London anymore. It's oh. a toilet. We're going to France. Uh, Le Touquet near Calais, in fact, is where they wanted to go. He wanted to go. There, we're going to refuel. Mm. And then we're going to Tehran. Oh, Jesus. When they, got to, when they got to France, he said, Righto, open up the cockpit window and drop this nine page statement out of the cockpit window. It's my manifesto. <laughs> Have that published in the Irish press, will you? Amazing. Uh, turns out, Lawrence. <laughs> He was a Trappist monk in the 50s 
but he got expelled from that for punching a superior in the face. Yeah, that is. You know what? There's a lot of jobs where they will let that slide, but if you're a monk, monk, probably not really. you can't punch. That's one of the big ones. <laughs> uh, anyway, his manifesto included a religious secret that he wanted published, the third of the three secrets of Fatima. The Pope knew it. No one else did except Lawrence, evidently. Uh, How long into anyway. that you've covered yourself in petrol and then people are like, yeah, mate, I'll fly to France and then on to Iran. No worries. Mm. You're just sitting there going, fuck, I stink now. This is burning a bit. Yeah. I feel real silly. I would be more worried about the sort of, you know, classical conditioning of a pilot under stress just lighting up <laughs> in 1981. <laughs> You'd have to knock on the door and go, you got smoking in there because I'm going to come in and you better not be smoking. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, bing, bang, yeah, boom. Or, fuck, or anyone. I'm amazed he got from the back toilets down to the cockpit. Just everyone darting. <laughs> Someone to flick a butt accidentally hit him. <laughs> Self-emoliate. The monks don't mind that. Uh, Eight-hour standoff. French special forces stormed the plane. No one hurt. So wow. what you want about the French? They don't really stand for that shit. They're like, nah, sorry. We're, you know, we're sort of left-leaning, but we're also going to storm you and fucking kill you if you try to do something stupid like this. That didn't yeah, and also, I'm, I'm amazed one of the Special Forces soldiers, being French, didn't just have a dart hanging out inside of the mouth as they're yeah. arresting him accidentally, light him up. Glass of Pinot and a dart. <laughs> <laughs> just let me finish twirling my moustache and I'm going to handcuff you, buddy. Um, no one got hurt. Down he got charged. And what do you reckon his punishment was for this? Well, he has hijacked an aircraft, gone to another country, covered himself in petrol. You, you've got to give him something. Even though it's pre-9-11, I'm going to say 15 years. Five years. Oh. Not bad. Fuck. This show. I know. Uh, anyway, our hero no, today. It, well, one of the, you know, the sayings, do the, you do the crime, you do the time. Mm. It should be you do the crime, fucking who knows, who knows what time you'll do. Yeah, here's five dice. Half your life. You roll the artsy, we'll fucking (laughs) see if you can get a bit of a pat on the ass on the way out the courtroom door. Um, By the way, have you ever ever played craps? No. Fuck, Only know it from from TV shows and stuff. Yeah, because it's It's not, you can't find it. It, It's not at casinos in Australia, I don't believe. It is a fucking wild dice game. I'm, I'm not sure why. Do you know how to play it? Like are the rules? Well, yeah, I got taught Milo, Milo McCabe, ripping comic, plays a Troy Hawk, uh, viral internet sensation. I oh, know. Was my. a part of yeah, was a part of Sloss's Bucks party, oh, and no. uh, big fan of craps. And he got me in one night, and it's one of those you can win everything quickly and lose it just as fast. You screaming and stuff. Everyone's screaming and yeah, because your on. money, your money stays on unless someone rolls a seven. Your money stays on your bets. Can you reach in and take it off? Uh, I believe you can once the – sometimes you can't once once a roll's happened. But you can have money on, say, 8, 9, 10. And if you're rolling and it's a 6, well, all right, no one got 6, great. Everyone's bets stay out. But then if you hit an 8 and everyone, you know, there's a bunch of people on 8, everyone wins and the bets stay out. Right. But you can also – everyone loads up money and it's someone's first roll – and they, well, you roll first to set the pass marker. It's a bit of a weird one. Yeah. But their first actual roll, everyone's got their bets out and it's a seven. It is 
fucking flattening. Oh, everyone yelling at you? Yeah. Oh, just like, fuck. The last person, you know, yeah. had about 25 rolls before they hit a seven. Everyone's Oh, do you cash. keep rolling until you hit a seven? Yeah. You just keep going. Is it seven or 11 or just seven? Seven. Seven just and there's seven. Tw- sometimes 12 might fuck you up. Right. But it's mainly seven. Seven's the- yeah, okay. Uh, and did you have a roll? One. Yeah. Had a good run there for a bit. Yeah. There was a bloke, an American guy- who must have rolled 35 times yeah. and everyone is just screaming, cheering him on. Yeah, could not go wrong. Really, really pumped his tyres up. He would have felt good about himself. Yeah. Great. Until that 35th roll. He's a fucking cunt. Yeah. He should fuck off. Give someone else a turn. <laughs> kind of makes it worse. For just That's what gets people into gambling. Wins. The fun. If everyone lost, everyone lost on their first ever trip, like as a you know, late teenager, bang, yeah. lost, man. Never going back there again. It's the winds that keep you going back. Yes, it is. Uh, anyway, James, our mate, traditional boy's name, James, has since been afflicted upon girls too. James, um, girls? Ryan Reynolds, your favourite all-time actor, and his <laughs> wife. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Blake Lively, a model mm-hmm. or singer or some shit, they've got a daughter they've decided to call James. Wow. I mean, celebrities, they really are at the forefront of stupidity, aren't they? And people take their <laughs> cues from them. Some fucking dumbs are contagion. I, I still can't believe I didn't know the Oscars were on the other week. Yeah. Till I was on the radio show and the on the Tuesday afterwards, and like, let's recap what happened. Like, what? I thought when they all got together to sing Imagine – from that moment, everybody just went, well, they don't get to talk anymore. Were they involved in that? Was Ryan Reynolds in Imagine? I don't know. I don't know. It's Yeah, they shouldn't be. <laughs> oh, I only remember last year's ones. Is that where Chris Rock got, got whacked? Was that the Oscars? Was that the Oscars or another? Who cares? But that's how oh, I, I think knew. it was the Oscars, wasn't it? I think that's the only way I knew that it was on awards season. Yeah, it was. Oscars Yuck. slap. Yeah. yeah. Red carpets. What are you wearing? Oh, I tell you what, I, I ended up in a hole on the internet when I was looking for girls called James. <laughs> and I found a post from a woman asking if she should call her cat Bendy or if that would offend people because her new cat had an orange spot in the middle, mm-hmm. in between the eyes. Oh. And she wanted to call it Bendy. Um, and then people proceeded to not even answer the question but rather talk about themselves, funnily <laughs> enough. I went on to find out that. Uh, Bindi Irwin, in fact, was named after a crocodile her dad quite liked and her middle name was the name of the family dog, Sue. So, oh, Jesus. Every day's a school day. That's pretty uh, good though because I've been to Australia Zoo and there was a croc there called Weeper. So I reckon Bindi, not bad. Yeah, better than Weeper. In the USA in the last hundred years, men's names in order of preference, what do you got? In the last 100 years. Yeah, last 100 years. I mean, if we did the last 20 years, it'd be very different. Yeah, I'm going to lock in Michael. 
Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Stephen? No. Uh, John? Yes. Scott? No. Luke? No. Uh, you got oh, two. I'm trying to think of some more biblical. Yeah. Are they are they biblical names? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Not not first, you know, not like Moses and stuff, but you know, no. your later ones. Man, I've got no idea. Don't know anything There's, about the Bible. Well, James is number one. Oh, James. Buddy. Yeah, of course. Uh, James, Robert, John, Michael, David. Ah, David. Yeah. Whereas women are Mary, Patricia, Jennifer, Linda, and Elizabeth. Pretty much my aunties and nana. That. Yeah. Yeah. Four point six million Jameses in the USA. Whereas in Ireland, the most popular name is Jack for boys. Top spot since 2007, except for 2016 when it was James. And if I know the Irish, that is Jack is spelled M-W-X. Yeah. V-N. Although Seamus counts as James, I think, too, doesn't it? Seamus. Oh, is James. it? Oh, yeah, I did I not so. know that. Uh, James, traditionally an English name, making it weird to me that so many Irishmen have called it, including our mate today, James Connors from Dublin. Oh, uh, you were you were talking last episode about changing your name to something very common, so you can't get would tracked be a down. Good one. If you're a fucking James Connors in Dublin, oh yeah, no good chance. Luck. Couldn't find a job or any other information on him. Very common. It's uh, all the same. One of your mates could easily just not have a job or any information <laughs> on him. So, don't know. Ancestry.com re- revealed 900 James Connors from Ireland. So that's a that's too much for me in a week. To would try you ever? Find him. Would you ever do one of those? Swab your DNA, send it off to a private company. I don't want to go to jail just yet, so no. <laughs> I'll leave it for a while. Yeah, how in fact, long? I've forbidden all of my relatives from doing it as well for the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's got to. It would have been used a bunch of times, surely, in hunting down criminals. Yeah, that's how they got the Golden State Killer. The, ah. Ancestry.com. One of his nephews or something did it and bang, yeah, wow. got him. Mm. Uh, there is a James Connors. I've got a couple here. James Connors from Ireland, 18-year-old alleged burglar who in 2019 ransacked a house and took 100 euros from a handbag. Later that day, he was found covered in mud and bruises, naked, with hands zip-tied up oh, on no. a country road. Fuck, I thought he was, he'd done it to himself, sort of been a predator, you know, hiding no. from the cops. Thinking they've no. got the heat-seeking stuff. Just an eyeball coming out of a wall of mud. <laughs> is that Predator? Yeah. Is that Rambo? Uh, um, oh, no. No, Rambo, I think he covers himself, but it's Arnie at the end of Predator. Covers himself in mud. Yeah. To hide. Uh, he couldn't explain why. Doesn't answer questions. Went to adult <laughs> jail for the first time, this one. His defense was centered around, Ma's going to struggle at Christmas time with the kids if I'm not there. The judge didn't care. Put him in jail. Also... And this is more interesting for me. There's a family of Irish Connors, including a James, who was in Bristol in 2012. They all got, they all got chunked in the clink. <laughs> the whole family. It's a family thing. So I think you know the type. Uh, they amassed a fortune of over half a million pounds, owned houses with hot tubs and a fleet of cars, <laughs> including a Rolls Royce, not to mention the cruisers they went on frequently. Mm. Lowy luxury, <laughs> just a just a bunch of hard workers having a go, and by having a go, I mean constructing driveways and patios. Do you reckon they call that on like P and O and Carnival? If if someone calls up 
and just buys 12 rooms with balconies, the, the first question is, was it Powerball or Oslotto? Yeah, pretty much. Well, in this instance, neither, even better. The nanny state didn't really like the fact that they used a workforce made up of technically slaves. Ah. They, in this day and age, they paid them five pounds a day, left them in squalid conditions in caravans, gave them cannabis and a bit of booze but no food and bashed them with broomsticks and rakes and stuff. Oh, well, that's, that's where they've... The first stripped bit sounds them, all right. Stripped them down and hosed them. Yeah, you've lost me there. I mean, although that last one, that used to happen to us. I, I just We used to get that in lieu of a shower sometimes. <laughs> I thought it was normal. You boys, out the back, clothes off and just get hosed by your dad. <laughs> Sprayed with a hose. Yeah. <laughs> On the jet one. Not the, yeah. you know. <laughs> Centre. <laughs> Not shower, not mist. Put it yeah. on mist, Dad, you fucking <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> oh, there wasn't that back then. It was just a little metal, like a cast metal uh, thing, like a long yeah. one. It was either spray yeah, yeah, yeah. or hard. Yeah, yeah, Two yeah. choices. Just the, the twist on the top. Yeah. You twist yeah. the nozzle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the click. Uh, yeah. It's not left, right. No, it's not, nothing plastic. Vertical. My favorite's vertical. What the fuck are What's you doing? What's going on there? <laughs> vertical on the hose. That's just useless, and it? it's like when they started doing graphic equalizers and stuff in your car. You go, I don't need this many settings. Grow up. <laughs> the uh, the Connors didn't see things the same way. They said in court that they were good Samaritans, providing the homeless with shelter and work and beatings and beatings. Well, f- five pounds a day for people to make driveways, and you get a massive fortune. Mm. That's I prefer a beating. Uh, the Connors all went to jail. And the headlines said, there were five of them though, the headlines said 20 years, but that was total across all of them. So fuck all really. Again, that's a concept that's always stuck in my craw. Four years each or is someone? No, the dad got six or seven. Kids got two to three and the wife got about four or something. Mm. Um, I hate that. This law firm has over 2,000 years of combined (laughs) experience. Yeah. Not having that. It's really not on. So Ancestry.com in Ireland is pretty similar to the Irish prison records I've found. <laughs> Pull both of them up. You'll see the same amount of pages. Uh, James, our James Connors, boarded the flight in Dublin after it, had com- after it had completed its first leg of the journey from Shannon to Chicago. All started well, nothing to report. Although later, I think the plane was probably empty from dumping off grubs in Shannon <laughs> and just brought a couple back. I don't know. Yeah, if, you, know if this works. is one of the first episodes you're listening to, we haven't covered Shannon in a while, but it's the last, what is it, the last airport for planes going from Europe to America. So if anyone yeah. kicks off, they turn around, stop in Shannon, boot them off. Or the other way. If they're booting mm. on to Europe, they'll stop in Shannon. First, first, port first of bit of land. Uh, he's gotten on, nothing to report, all started well. Although later he was said to have been disruptive at intervals and seemed to suffer from mood swings. Who doesn't? <laughs> mood, that's mild language, isn't it, mood swings? All changed moods. Some autistics don't, but most, most people change moods, don't they? If you don't change moods, well, that's… All day. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a real boon for some business owners, that, hasn't it, to increasingly use them in certain settings? Not unlike the Bristol Connors. Uh, 
James then became verbally, but not physically abusive toward the staff. So, so far, so good. Another mood swing. Two and a half, two and a half hours into the flight. We haven't had a three for a while. I've been looking yeah. at this thinking, oh, we haven't played the magic number for quite some time. And it's just, again, disappointing. So close. Two and a half into the flight. He became increasingly aggressive toward flight attendants. Flight assistant, Sinead Noonan. She continued to deny his request for more drinks. Yeah, again. again you can't swear. You can't swear at someone and hope they bring you a beverage. No, but also it's kind of like babies and dummies, isn't it? How long, how long do you hold out and punish <laughs> the whining before you just give up and hand over what they want, get some peace? Yeah, but like the like that that type of buffalo that runs headfirst into the storm to get through the yeah. storm quicker instead of trying to run away from it and stay in there longer. First sign of whining, fucking triple Jack Daniels. There you go, champ. Yeah. I would load him up. So he just, <laughs> that's it. He'll need a wheelchair um, to get off this fucking flight. What did, uh, what did James say he would do if they continued to refuse him? Have they funny? Something like that. <laughs> Oh, a big fucker, ain't you? Just uh, some, some gobbledygook. <laughs> Dunno. <was, laughs> the report said we don't know. He definitely said something. Don't know what it was. Uh, James told Sinead that he was going to drive her head through the window <laughs> if he didn't get a drink. Yeah, James. I've, yeah. I met a few Sinead's in, in Ireland. Do you, do you remember Sinead O'Connor? No, oh, of course. Voice of an angel. Yeah. Remember when... I mean, you won't remember sang, the actual Saying Conor McGregor out into the into the octagon, UFC 189. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. I remember, <laughs> like, her most public incident was tearing up a photo of the Pope in 1992 on um, on Saturday Night Live. Oh, Nine years a... before John Paul II copped to the Catholic Church abusing children. Ah. So she was she onto was something. And that would have oh, been yeah. that would have been a big thing at the time. That would have oh, gone as close to viral. It went off. It was huge. Like I remember people taking to the streets and burning her albums and stuff. What I didn't remember though when I looked at this is that the following week in his monologue on SNL, your favourite TV show, Joe Pesci, a Catholic, held up a photo of the Pope saying he taped it back together, huge applause, and then he added, if this were my show, I'd have given her a smack. Wow. Kind of reiterating her point, isn't it? Mm. Um and also, she's probably bigger than him. Yeah, shit. I reckon Sinead would have with Pesci. <laughs> she'd fucking dust him up. It's not casino, mate. I know. You know? It's not cool, fellas. It's yeah. not even my cousin Vinny. That's make believe. <laughs> Real world, you are a probably five foot one or two <laughs> whack. I'd back Sinead any day. Yeah. A that. bald Irish woman. She's fucking killing yeah. you. Even Madonna attacked her. Uh, she had an album coming out and didn't want the headlines on another act, <laughs> let alone another female one. Disgraceful and sacrilegious, oh, yeah. unlike my artwork of getting <laughs> bound and gagged. <laughs> and my book called Sex, my album called Erotic or something. You seen, have you seen what Madonna looks like lately? Yeah, it's interesting. Do what mm. you want. It's your body. Like different strokes. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Although having said that, (laughs) (laughs) it is, as you say, interesting. 
Anyway, cabin manager. Every, everyone ages differently, mate. Who knows? We might look like that when we hit a certain mm. age. I don't know. Do you know, poor people don't age like that. No. Definitely, definitely not. That's they age gracefully. A lot of the time, yes. Uh, cabin manager Vicky Kelly calmed James down for a short while. Some people have a calming effect on others. But with the likes of James, it has to be a big bloke, I reckon. The only thing that has a calming effect on everyone <laughs> is a threat of violence. History's taught us that. No question. Yeah. It's bullshit. Or a really big friendly bloke, but you can tell in the eyes that he wants to fight. Oh, yeah. You are right there, bud? You go, yeah. Sorry. I remember this. Remember I was talking recently about that dickhead on the plane to Adelaide who just had all yeah. those stories. Yeah, one time he got – he got upgraded to first class just because he was a great bloke. And um, these guys were hassling one of the flight attendants and these like f- fucking young blokes just being, you know, a bit rude to her and stuff. He went and saved the day <laughs> by going up chatting to them and pulling out some sort of a badge that he just had oh, yeah. and pretended he was the air marshal. Saved the day. And they said, oh, sorry, sir. We didn't know you are on board. As we, He said, well, you're not supposed to. But, you know, uh, either way, don't treat her like that or there's going to be trouble. Wow. And then he won again. <laughs> Fuck. Nothing worse than winner stories, is there? That was from the intro a couple of weeks ago. Man. Yeah, that bloke just sat next to you and chewed your ear off, even though you had headphones on. I, I keep remembering bits of it. Oh, fuck, that's right. Oh, I should have just recorded too. the whole thing. He would have loved that. <laughs> Awful. Like if you're not physically intimidating, unless you can hypnotize someone to sleep, it's not gonna it's not gonna last, is it? No. Calming someone down. And it did not. Eventually James demanded to speak to the captain. <laughs> he was threatening to headbutt passengers and shouting and wanted to open the doors of the aircraft. Vicky informed the captain, Donald Osiochen Osiochen, about the situation and he gave her permission to handcuff James. Oh. I looked at Donald. Donald's a, an old bloke on Facebook, which is always a frustrating exercise. Looking at old people's Facebook. I mean, I've done too much of it over the last Mate, few years. I got added to a family group the other week. Oh, My auntie Jen yeah. in the late 50s has put me in a group with about 20 other rellos and yep. fuck me. There are thousands of messages a day. Oh, right. They'll say good night to each other. Night, Jen. Night, Pete. Good night. Night, Val. Night, dude. No, no, like it's a you're in a tent at fucking school camp. Yeah. It's fucking infuriating. No one knows how to hold down, hold your finger on a message and then hit reply so the yep. person knows it's to them. So it is just, yeah, it's, you don't know what part of what conversation you're reading. Do they go so far as to put their own name at, at the bottom of a message that says no, it's from Oh, them? no, it's, it's not that bad. All the best, mum. <laughs> All right. But it, there is a lot of morning, oh, morning, morning, g'day. What are you doing? Morning, at work. Oh, yeah. Bloody, that's All rough. Right. Morning, what time? Yeah, nine. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, wow. Used to be better, but then blah, 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 oh. died. Oh, yeah. God. Morning. Yep. It is fucking insanity. <laughs> well, this is kind of the opposite. I was looking for, looking for something newsworthy here. I was at a loss. This episode's not going to be long enough. Donald. Do something. Nothing. Just an old bloke. He just sort of thanks people once a year for his birthday well wishes. He supports motor neuron disease fundraisers. <laughs> and like you, 
he went to the We Will Rock You, the musical, <laughs> and enjoyed himself thoroughly. Well, I told you, the new big one in Melbourne at the minute, and Juliet, it's called. Oh, yeah. And Juliet found out it's another, it's what Shakespeare would have wanted, um, another jukebox musical. My goodness. Yep. Don't want oh, to know. There you go. Um, I want it that way. These are some of the songs. I, I just went on the website, andjuliet.com.au. Yeah. Press play on your new favourite playlist. I want it that way. Larger than life. Baby one more time. Britney Spears. Show me the meaning of being lonely. Yeah. Oops, I did it again. I kissed a girl since you've been gone. Fuck. Kelly Clarkson. It's a musical now. It's just market research though. Like what do middle-aged people with disposable income want? They want stuff from a happier era of their life and they want to feel clever enough that they went to a musical, musical. that has an historical side swipe you, such yeah. as Juliet. Yeah. But what they really want is fucking covers of songs <laughs> that they liked. When they were happy. Yuck. <laughs> Sorry I fucking mentioned it. That was just a side fucking insult to you and now it's turned into this and I'm angry. Yeah, I know. Because it's just songs from the radio show I'm on. But it's in a th- It's like if I went on radio and just read Shakespeare. Yeah. You go, it's not the place for this. No, it's not. You wouldn't be able to dance to them like you do in the <laughs> studio there to Shakespeare. <laughs> you and your co-host having a dance. I'm never having a fucking dance. the ad breaks. When Kelly went back, she found James in the middle of the jet, threatening to open the doors and shouting that he didn't care if he killed everybody on board. And even though, as we know, even though that's impossible, that's a cue for passengers to get up and pile on. Let's roll. No camera phones, 1999, golden era, get some kicks in. (laughs) And pre-9-11, people probably have fucking knuckle dusters and... The best, the best time for still. I really regret not making the most of that time. (laughs) Time machine, Heggy, one thing you can do. Going to go back and kill baby Hitler? Nah. Hopping on a plane in about 96 and just bashing. (laughs) Oh, even later, like August 2001. (laughs) Bang. Uh, He was taken to the back and they handcuffed him. He later had to be further subdued with restraint, restraints on his torso and legs. Obviously, he's thrashing around, doing a bit of headbutting. The uh, pilot pushed through and did his job, getting to the destination on time like they used to do before the nanny state, mm. started insisting on diverting planes, making thousands of people fucking late. I reckon there's going to be a turnaround there. Oh, yeah. There must, be, there must be board meetings where stakeholders vote for more air marshals on planes or something so they can use tasers. Do what you have to. Not, this plane not even there. that. I'm I'm more amazed that we've never heard a pilot just get on the on the PA system. Say, hey, uh, the flight attendants have let me know that somebody's causing trouble at the back. Want me to come yeah. out? Um, here's the thing. I haven't asked you to do my fucking job, so don't ask me to do yours. Mm. I'll fly this to where it is, we're going on the ticket. You just bash this loser up the back. Yeah, and that includes passengers. This is your cue. To do what you fucking want to that prick that they're pointing at. <laughs> All of you pointed him now. Have a stacks yeah. on. Job done. Yeah, we're getting there. Open up your airline spinach, otherwise known as the six pack of Krispy Kreme. Get those in you. Use that sugar <laughs> spike to just go burko. Uh, I reckon that, that this captain's discretion bullshit. That's got to change. I can't be. You know, 
I want to go back to Ireland or no. I've got a date in Chicago. That that's their decision is based on themselves, like everyone's. Engineering issue. That's the only reason it should turn around. Yeah. Otherwise, sort it out. Even then, you probably get there, just coast in, turn it off, glide for a fair way, can't you? <laughs> when they landed in Chicago's O'Hare, James found himself a bit different. Status arrested. James appeared before Chicago Federal Court charged with threatening crew and passengers and uh, his case was adjourned pending the production of a Garda report. I've had to, I've had to get one of them. It was absolute punish. What, a Garda report? I was, I, was, I was going for a job. And you need police reports from everywhere you'd lived recently and I had what lived there for a bit. I rang the Irish cops and they, like at the station nearest where I lived, Yeah, and they said... They pretty much said to me, well, did you do anything wrong? I said, no. I said, all right. They just faxed me through a sheet of paper that just said, you know, he lived here. Never heard of him. So, done. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Was that in Ireland? You needed that or back here? No, it was, I think it was in England. I can't remember. Might have been back here, but it wasn't in Ireland. No, I remember having to ring from overseas. Yeah, wow. Get it. Crazy talk. Uh. No more real peeps out of this story. Great time to perpetrate a crime in the late 90s, like we are saying. Like mm. golden age, serial killing, violence, general grubbery, no camera phones, pre-9-11, never forget. All good. Good times to do stuff. Public recording. Even uh, first, the first camera phones, I reckon you'll find. It's fucking two megapixel camera. Yeah. 30 seconds still before get away I can't tell. Yeah. Plus internet, like uh, record keeping and information access to crimes for general bozos like the, like me, you can't, it's not nearly as thorough now mm. with the internet, you know, it was fucking awesome. Plus James, really common name, probably, probably back getting travellers to make driveways right now. <laughs> what, what a family business. Oh. Pretty much, you'd know what's going on. If you got your driveway made by a certain type of people, you go, well, this is something wrong here. I can mm. tell. Yeah. I don't know. The eyes are red and he's got welts on his back. So we know he's smoking weed, but what the fuck? Oh. What's happened to him? Yeah. That's it. Town. And of, of course, a family that pays people in weed and booze is spending money to go on a massive cruise. Yeah. It's the hot tubs that got me. Hot tub, <laughs> it's like that's their. That's their number one thing. Yeah. When I'm rich, I'm getting a hot tub. That's, you know, if you if you put in a hot tub uh, business next door to the the lottery um, <laughs> headquarters, straight in there, just sell cheap champagne for expensive <laughs> prices and hot tubs, killing it. Mate, that's a we did an episode of Land Larrikins about lotto winners. Yes, uh, you can get them all Patreon.com/slash Midfly. You sure can. Support and the you boys. Should. MFB. HQ, and uh, one of the photos for the apps was that that English bloke sitting in a fucking hot tub with a cigar. There's something about a yeah. cigar. They want a cigar and champagne. They hate champagne. Yeah. Oh, it's your mate's rappers drinking cognac. <laughs> Suddenly, money gets you in a, a completely different palate, does it? Taste buds change with all that cash. <laughs> Don't think so. I found a cigar recently, like a big unused – Huge Cuban. Yeah. Where? In Adelaide. Just sitting there in this bar. 
You found one? Yeah, I found one. Someone had just dropped it, so I took oh. it. I thought, that's on the floor. I get it. Sounds disgusting, but it's actually a fairly clean no. area. Plus, they've been the more rat. disgusting things like the inside of a Cuban's thigh. <laughs> so I took it. I gave it away. For Was goodwill. it plastic wrapped? No. Wasn't. Oh, okay. Bigger than that. You, bigger than the fucking, game. You gave it away. Oh, yeah, you've what am I going to do? You, smoke it, you fucking idiot. It's a cigar. I'm not a Cuban a cigar. cigar man. It's, nah, it's worse. Yeah, I know you've never had a dart, but you've never had a cigar? I have had a cigar, yes. Yeah. Not a whole one, though. No, no, that's no. It's a fucking bad time. That'd hurt. Like, it yeah. must take hours anyway. It's huge. Yeah, they do. Yeah. You get fucking that's all wet soggy lips on the end of it. The end. Yeah. 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 No good. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, just Horizon 50s for me. Anyway, that's it for James Connors, mate. Uh, that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid Flight Brawl. Thanks for listening. Once again, Luke Heggie touring around Australia right now with his show Grot, his new show Grot. Check it out. Get tickets, lukeheggy.com. You're special online, Heggy. Yeah, it's going all right. And uh, nickcody.com.au, I believe, for Nick Cody and Friends at yes. the Melbourne Comedy Festival. International, rather. One week only, little run of shows, showcase shows, getting my best mates, some of the best comics from around the world, best lineups in Melbourne at that festival. Are you hosting that? Yeah. Then? So you host it. But yep. with new gear, yeah, you're doing new, yeah. new jokes. Yep. Great. Perfect. Can't Perfect. wait. Indeed. Big tour later in the year to be announced uh, because I'm a little bit more oh, worried. Oh, some live show is going to be announced soon, actually. Yeah. We'll we get to chat big... about them after this. Yeah. Fuck, we should actually. There's a few we've got. Yeah. One's coming up a lot sooner than we thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, WA, we're coming. Yes. Imagine we we pitch that and then we end up doing broom or something. Fuck. Yeah. Just people <laughs> Just get no if you one build there. It, they'll come. It's just funny. They won't, <laughs> as was evidenced in your poon. <laughs> Thanks right, for mate. listening. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.